Hey, 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 welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And today, I think there's going to be an element of vulnerability. I think today we're going to be pulling back the curtains on what hasn't worked rather than what has worked. So I'm super not looking forward to this one because obviously it's never nice to look at your mistakes. Um, but I think it's definitely something worth watching and listening to you guys. So we'll see you after the intro. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Hey, buddy, you okay? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I seen the title for this one, I was like, oh, I was like, it's always it's always a sore one, isn't it? It's like, oh, fuck's sake, like go back and having a look and and learning from the mistakes. And I think that's quite important, isn't it? Like as much as they're uncomfortable, your biggest lessons are from your mistakes. They're never from your wins. Like, oh yeah, definitely. In sports teams, like you learn a lot more when you get your ass handed to you than when you hand someone a ass. Um, so it's definitely worth worth looking at. So I'm quite interested for this one, like, and it's quite nice, isn't it? Because like, if you think about it, we all do make mistakes. We all have fail failing failings within our business, and it's only the YouTube videos that never t- or YouTube ads that never tell you that. Where <laughs> it's obviously this is where it's at and how real it actually is. So do you want to sort of tell us about some of yours to start with? Yeah, definitely. So I've had, uh, let's just put it this way, like most of our, uh, we lose more often than we win, right? Because Mm -hmm. if we always win, then we're not learning at all because we have nothing to really compare uh, data against because we're always achieving more than we uh, come across. So that makes it so it's not even fun anymore. So as far as when my failures, I've had quite a bit. Um, I would say one of the first ones, uh, I would say one of the first ones, but uh, one that I remember quite uh, fondly, I guess, was in real estate. Um, we gave a handyman a uh, some money to fix over our first three unit. He did our first, first two units, um, uh, two single family homes. And he did a great job, and he was uh, going to be fixing our first four unit. And so it, we, he was going to fix the first two units, and then we were going to move some people in and then fix the other two. And as we gave him $10,000 to start fixing the first two units, $5,000 each, um, it was taking him a long time. And um, you know, I was just like, what's going on? Why is this taking so long? He's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Um, I just you know, got like backtrack and blah, 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 blah. I mean, excuse, excuse, excuse. And uh, he's like, Let me, I need to hire someone else so we can get this sped up. We can get all four units. Just give me another 10,000. And so I did. And he just ran off with the money. And that was just, uh, that sucked because, um, you know, we're out like 20 grand or maybe it was 10 grand. I don't remember, but it was quite a bit at the time. And so um, I was like, wow, that sucks. And um, it is what it is. You learn your mistakes of not just uh, 
throwing money away at someone who's across the country. Because uh, we were in California at the time, and they're in, in Nevada, and he was doing all the, the work for us. And so that's what we, I mean, more of the story is just we hired a professional um, uh, handy, not a handyman, but property management company, uh, especially us living stayed over. It made sense to hire the, the right people to do the job. And um, yeah, that, that sucks. <laughs> nice. Like, and obviously, like, when I first, my first ever business um, was, it was coaching, like, I was a coaching company. And we, we got a client, obviously, I went through so many schools, tried to pitch so many schools. And we got one, we got one school to agree. Um, and we, it was great. It was like, wow, I was so, so excited when we got this client. Um, because I was obviously I was going into school. I'd wait for other people, but I was going in and I was doing it myself. It was my own brand and everything. And when we got into the school and I started coaching, and I was like, and I realized why we got that client. My rates were so so low, it became impossible to hire anybody in order to do the job, so I could carry on looking for clients. And it was only at this point i hadn't read the books that we just spoke about or like i hadn't done any anything i just just started a business i was like oh yeah i'll figure it out um and there was no there was no profit in there there was barely enough for, for me to actually earn because then that was going to be my full-time income luckily i was living at home with parents yeah um but that was like that was the, the first failing in terms of like like we didn't have a, a solid way to generate leads. We didn't have a solid way to get schools to, we had a website, but I don't even know where that website ranked. I didn't even know what keyword I was going for. Um, we ranked for the, the business name, Brian Mills Sports Development, but that was it. Um, and it, it was so like, to a point, like it was just, like there was just so many things wrong. I wasn't, I think I was what, 19 at the time. Um, so yeah, we don't we didn't have a lead generation strategy. We didn't have a, a solid pricing structure. We couldn't outsource anything. Like it was just horrendous. Um, so building out like people always think, oh yeah, if I charge enough, actually, I, I can make some money. But that is how you stay well and truly in a self created position, um, where if you don't work, you don't get paid. And that's the position I was in in the end. Yeah, I mean that's you've created a nice little job for yourself. Uh, where you're doing all the work and making all the money, but you can scale it unless you pulled yourself out of it. I uh, mean, that's similar to what happened with me owning a fitness company. Uh, I ended up uh, having to, I got so many clients, I was luckily able to give other trainers my uh, clients. But you can really do that unless you found another client, um, but you were busy the whole time because you had school and, and you're coaching after school and all that stuff and then you have family so it can be very difficult uh, to scale when when you've built the whole business around you yeah as you say definitely it was a, it was such a situation where like i couldn't get anyone to take it over no one was interested the offer to work wasn't that attractive right. so therefore i couldn't even get myself out to then try and build so if very quickly like as quick as we got the client I think within about two months, I was like, nah, I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm out. Um, and we, we were gone. Um, and don't get me wrong, that, that, that pissed off the head teacher. Um, thankfully, she left before my kids started. Um, oh. So I didn't have to see her on the school playground. Um, oh, but, oh, yeah, that massive, And that's how I jumped into corporate at that point um, and ended up chasing the money that way um, just because I built something that wasn't sustainable. Like, right. what's 
Yeah, I mean, I I definitely feel that. I mean, I had a business called, uh, so you've heard of blue collar people and white collar. Yeah. And uh, service industry, when I was a personal trainer, um, I are considered a pink collar. So I figured I'd call my company Pink Collar Millionaire. And um, it was not a good uh, I was I had like the pop collar and it was pink and it just it didn't work out very well. So um, so what were you selling? Uh, I, I was trying to figure out what it was because I was a personal trainer that was going to be going into the online space as like a um, you know I think it was just consulting and yeah it did not go well whatsoever. So that was, um, yeah, I, I was not, plus I wasn't confident in the branding, so it just didn't work out well. So I changed really quickly uh, and stopped doing that. I, I might even have a website still, I can't remember. Um, and then uh, last year, we just paid a lot in taxes, um, not knowing the tax code, not having the right person do the right job. So um, it was a bummer. Uh, we ended up paying way more in taxes than we thought um, because we thought we were going to be uh, fancy, but we weren't. Uh, plus, I, I mean, we had to, we ended up buying our house and doing um, something, paying off my wife's uh, student loan debt. So we can't, we couldn't claim um, a lot in taxes. So, um, or deduct a lot in taxes. So that sucked. But um, yeah, I mean, we've all made mistakes in businesses because we just don't know certain things. That's why it's important to hire the right people for the right job. Mm. That's why we have CPA, a good CPA uh, who does the right, you know, the right way to do it. So I, we hired a, a property management company to uh, allow us to take over from our mistakes of having a handyman who just, uh, was kind of just on his own um and then you know yeah and have good branding that you can stand behind is mm. my business failures and learning lessons um do you know what like so we had well, obviously with the, the coaching company we had like sports coaching company we had obviously that issue where like obviously the offer wasn't attractive enough for mm. for the to get people in to do the job and then i like I often speak about the the event network and events business that I created, um, and we made like twenty four thousand pounds profit, so thirty four thousand um, pounds net on the the first event, and it, it was amazing. Uh, that was absolutely incredible. What I tend to leave out <laughs> is the we ran a second event two months later. It wasn't so the first one was like a black tie dinner. The second one was like no stalls and stands, roller banners, and that type of networking event tables and loads of little free bits of crap and we ran an event a couple of months later and that one bombed absolutely bombed so i was already looking at pulling away from the the events business because it wasn't scalable although Mm. it was great profit yeah Um, i didn't know how to scale it properly Um, but that second event was thankfully i wasn't in the hole too much and obviously backed up by that good profit in the first one i think i made a loss of about a thousand pound on that second event but that in terms of the event that absolutely bombed like i was giving away tables for free in the end couldn't get people to come and 
like showcase their stuff, couldn't get people to come and um like come round like because it was a free event to attend, couldn't get mm -hmm. people to attend, really struggled to get people to attend, struggled to get tables for people like we were selling our tables like 150 pounds per table, struggled, ended up giving loads of tables away just to try and like get people filled, even then because it was free, they had no commitment to come. So some of them pulled out on the day. Um, mm. It was absolutely horrendous, me. And what I realised from that one was like the val, like the the offer. The, there was just no irresistible offer right. for people to attend. And I think because of that, that like people just seen it as like a commodity because so many other people are doing it. Um, we didn't have a way to stand out from the crowd. And oh my god, did it show on that day? I wanted that day to end because <laughs> it started and it was an event from like 10 till 3 Oof. and oh, I was just people were like coming up to me like oh the brand is there any more people coming I was like um, I don't know um, it was just like I, I just couldn't wait for that event to end it was horrendous right. I'll, nev I'll never forget the feeling on that day mate. it was just shit. <laughs> oh and you lived through it and you gone to see another day oh yeah <laughs> Thank God for that. Because people probably, yeah, if it was a bigger event or people paid more money for the tables, they probably would have killed me. But thankfully, <laughs> the business or their business has only lost £150. So about $200 per table for the day. Right. Um, so yeah. they survived. You all survived. It was a good learning experience. And that's what's so important about failing in business is you learn from those experiences on what you can do better, what you would change, and you figure out what is able to scale your business. A lot of people kind of get into that rut of going through the motions of doing the same thing over and over without getting much results. And so if you're able to find out early and seeing what's working and what's not and double down on things that are working, then that's the best way to continuously grow. So uh, any final thoughts? No, I think you're right. Obviously, that self-reflection is pretty key in these in these moments to understand exactly what you enjoyed, what didn't you enjoy, what worked, what didn't work, and obviously what to do next. There's people go on about like, oh, you can't quit, you can't quit. Like, it's only quitting is if you stop and do absolutely nothing. Right. If you pivot, that isn't quitting, guys. So don't like if you've got an affiliate marketing product that's not working, or you're struggling to sell something, or like, there's an issue. If you stop promoting that one thing or you stop doing this one thing and pivot, that's not quitting. It's just right. realizing you need to go a different way. Right. 100%. Okay, guys. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode, and we will see you on the next one. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. Have you begun your online journey yet? Or are you stuck on how to get it to work for you? Then why not take our exclusive free course, the two-day affiliate commission challenge, and start your journey to the rest of your life today. It's the first link in the podcast description, and it's totally free. You have nothing to lose, yet everything to gain for you and your family. Enjoy our free gift to you, and the link is below.